How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to have so much fun because we're going to be talking about podcasting. Yay! And what we're really going to be talking about is why every single one of you who is listening or watching, if you don't already think that you should be a podcast guest, you should, because we want you to share your wisdom, to share your expertise, to share what it is that you do for a living, and maybe make some money off of it. So please join me in welcoming my guest today, Christina Lenkowski. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. I'm so excited to be here, be in front of your audience and talking about something that I'm really passionate about. It's a little meta to be on a podcast talking about podcasting, but I think it's super, super important to um, get out there about why it's so important. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, And it's funny because so many people who listen to podcasts and, and we'll talk about this obviously in great detail, think, Oh, that's cool, but I could never do that. Or more importantly, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. And we're really going to talk about that. But before we do, let me tell people a little bit about you. So Christina Lenkowski is a forward-thinking publicity strategist and educator for entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors looking to expand their credibility and go from best-kept secret to go-to expert in their industries through being a guest on other people's podcasts. In 2019, after 13 years working in the PR realm, Christina discovered what became what being a guest on podcasts did for her online-based business. Since then, she's dedicated her work to helping other business owners, particularly women, and we're going to really talk about a lot about that, see the same kind of results. Christina lives in Boise, Idaho with her husband and daughter. So again, Christina, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Such a, such an intro there. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, it, it's always fun when we hear our own intros read. I know. We, right. Yeah. It's almost yeah. always, Ooh, that sounds like it's, you know, it, it, and, hey, and I sound legit. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and so it's always fun. Um, but you know, we might talk about getting those bios written as part of this, this process. But what I always like to start with is asking my guests how they got to where they are today. So, you know, I mentioned in the bio that you were in PR and you moved on. How is it that you discovered that this is your passion in life? Yeah, so it's actually really funny. Um, When I was growing up, my mom was the director of a big nonprofit in Mm -hmm. Oregon, which is where Mm -hmm. I grew up. Mm -hmm. And um, she always said to me or said to me multiple times, like, I think you're going to be in PR. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mother, I'm a journalist. I like my degrees in journalism. Uh Like I was Uh all sure that that was going to be what I did. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. was, you know, the editor of the student paper, you know, high school and college, Mm -hmm. everything like Mm -hmm. that. And then after graduation, I went and traveled for a little over a year and I came back home Mm -hmm. and um, I was offered two jobs, lucky enough to be offered two jobs at the Mm -hmm. same time. And one was as a copy editor for Mm -hmm. a um, paper in Oregon. Mm -hmm. 
And another one was to work on the publicity team mm. of a company in Portland. Okay. Um, and so I kind of hemmed and hawed about it. And ultimately, ultimately it came down to, I'm an extrovert. Like mm-hmm. I am someone that likes to talk, be around mm-hmm. people, et cetera. And this newspaper position was a copy editor position that I was going to be just by mm-hmm. myself at night. Mm-hmm editing the papers like like doing all that. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah and I was like 23 and oh. you know everything like that and I was like eh, mm-hmm. I don't think you know for, and it was like yeah you'll work 5 to 11 mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday or whatever and I was like no no you know mm-hmm. or I had this opportunity to work for this uh, comics company <laughs> mm-hmm. um in their publicity department mm-hmm. and so I or PR department and so I started doing that and mm-hmm. I found that it was just the my mom was right turns out you know mm-hmm. that it was a really good mix for me of being Mm -hmm. able to write, um, and then also being able to be social Mm -hmm. and, um, go to, you know, work events Mm -hmm. and do all this stuff. So over my, you know, 13 years, um, or so working at agencies, Mm -hmm. I worked with the likes of Cirque du Soleil and, um, huge companies down Mm -hmm. to small, like mom and pop type things. Mm -hmm. But my area of expertise was tourism PR. Mm-hmm. So that was mm-hmm. what I really focused on and okay. what I was. Um, and being really in your at. part of the world it is, is a yeah. great place for that to, to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm from the Northwest and my mom, the, the nonprofit I mentioned was all about agritourism. Oh, okay. So I had grown up kind of in right. that environment mm-hmm. as well. And so, um, yeah, I was doing this tourism PR. I had my daughter about six years ago. And mm-hmm. after I had my daughter, I was. Um, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm done being a senior account Mm -hmm. exec. Like, I don't want to be working like this anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to be with my kid as well, but I I still want to work. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be completely done with work. I enjoyed it. Um, so I went off on my own and, Mm -hmm. you know, did consulting for a year or two. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I know this is really long and roundabout, but I swear it's Mm -hmm. what I'm, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I launched a course, like I launched a business and then I did an online course about Mm -hmm. tourism PR. And even though I had worked in the PR world for a pretty long time at Mm -hmm. that point, when I launched my online course, I did no publicity. I did exactly what the gurus, quote unquote, mm-hmm. were saying to do, which was ads mm-hmm. and to be on social media. About right. It. And so those were the two things that I did. And it was an absolute flop. Like it was. <laughs> Nobody I, paid I you I money? Like, I, yeah, I mean, like five people did. But like oh. for all the money that I put in for ads mm-hmm. and all this type of thing, I was just like, what? Like, like mm-hmm. what is happening? And so the next time mm-hmm. I launched it. I did publicity. I started to guest mm-hmm. on podcasts, which were at that point, this was a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and they weren't even anywhere near as big right. as they are now, mm-hmm. but I started getting on podcasts and the difference that I saw was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like people seeking me out, you know, people trying to find me and find mm-hmm. my product as opposed to me feeling like I was chasing, chasing, chasing mm-hmm. all the time. And so from there, um, this was like in 2018 when I was going through all this, 2018, 2019, and then 2020 hit and, and tourism mm-hmm. obviously went. Oh yeah, tourism went, well, went bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Tourism went bye-bye. And I kind of saw the writing on the wall from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I did a lot of free stuff for people, free resources for them. But at that point I had already been kind of thinking about transitioning into mm-hmm. just doing the podcast mm-hmm. work. And so it was the perfect time for mm-hmm. me to go and do that. So in early 2020, I turned all my attention towards getting myself and clients booked on podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are mm-hmm. today. Right. I love it. You know, and, and it's always fascinating to me to hear someone's backstory because, right. you know, n- nobody just went, I want to be doing this. You know, even if they yes. were, you know, in their family business or, or things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it's it it is very interesting because it it made us who we are and gave us that yes. foundation for for all of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and so let's just kind of dive right in. You know, one of the the, the things, it. yeah. You know, I talked about it in the the intro was people think, wow, that's it. well, okay. First of all, people think it's hard. It's pretty pretty hard. So we're going to talk about that. But the big thing is, people say, why would anybody care? So why, why do people, you know, why should we be saying, Hey, you know, people do care. We want to, we want you to get your message out there. How do you talk to people about that? 
Well, I think the biggest thing to remember is, well, twofold. One is that everyone has a story. Right. Every single person has Mm -hmm. a story. Like you just heard my story, which isn't Mm -hmm. even all of it, but how I got to where I am Mm -hmm. today. And there are some people that really, really resonate with that. Mm -hmm. So even though I do this work, there might be someone else Mm -hmm. that does similar work to what I do, but they're Mm going to have a completely different story than Mm -hmm. I do. And I find that that's where a huge amount of value comes in for my clients is people resonate with their stories. Mm -hmm. They, and we talk about that when we start pitching Mm -hmm. topic ideas and we start doing this stuff. I want to hear their story. I want to hear how they got to where Mm -hmm. they were because there's usually going to be someone that's going to listen, that's Mm -hmm. going to hear that story and go, that's me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that no like, and trust factor has been upped Mm -hmm. dramatically. The other thing that I always like to kind of say about this is here's the thing. When you go on a podcast, you're not, you don't worry about, it's not a, you're not selling. Mm -hmm. You're, you're telling a story and you're adding value. And you shouldn't sell. You shouldn't sell. So you don't need to be worried. Like you're going to go on there and have to be selling, selling, selling Mm -hmm. or something like that. That's not the issue. The thing that we have and the thing that we say in our business is service over Mm self-promotion. And that is always how you should be looking at interviews. What value can you bring? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what value can your story bring? Mm -hmm. What value can your expertise bring? What is it that people are going to learn from you? Mm -hmm. Not what are they going to buy from you? And I think that that's a really important distinction Um, for people to understand why they should be mm-hmm. a guest and why people would want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years and have, you know, over 700 programs The the times when people come on and want to sell from a host's perspective are painful, um, you know, yeah. because, it, yeah. you know, I, I always give my guests the opportunity to promote what they do because that is part of the reason why they're on. But when they come on and think that, you know, the entire thing is, I'm going to tell you what I do and why you should hire me and yada, 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 that gets old yeah. after about maybe five minutes, um, you yeah. know, and because and I want to know that backstory. Um, I interviewed somebody earlier this month who is a violin maker. And it was funny because when he was first oh, pitched, cool. it was kind of yeah. like, okay. And then I thought, wait a minute, this sounds really cool. And it was one of the coolest interviews I have done in a long time. But part of it wasn't just about how he he made violins, you know, and and Mm -hmm. um, and he custom makes them. So, you know, we didn't talk price, but I'm guessing this was not. You know, this is not an, you know, know, your your sixth grader starting out is not going to do this. Yes. Yes. You know, he also talked about the challenges of being a business owner, you know, especially Mm -hmm. when he's having to do invoicing and he's having to go to networking and he's not able to be working with the wood and the strings and, and all of that. And so that also made that very interesting to hopefully my listeners and, and mm-hmm. viewers to say, okay, we can understand from that perspective, right. What, you know, what he's gone through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's interesting parallels. All businesses have certain things that are mm-hmm. going to be similar, you know? Um, and there's people out there that were listening to your show that make custom products. They don't, mm-hmm. they maybe don't make violin, right? but they make something. And so mm-hmm. they're going to find an incredible amount of value mm-hmm. in what he has to say, and they're going to mm-hmm. resonate with him. Right. And I think that that's, that's what's so important, mm-hmm. um, you know, is that those shared experiences mm-hmm. that people have, that's where I get DMs from people that heard me mm-hmm. on an interview mm-hmm. or, you know, an email from someone is because they really resonated with mm-hmm. something that I said. Right. You know, and, and sometimes it's funny that what they pick up on is like, oh, I don't even remember talking yeah. about that. But, but yeah, yeah, it is, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you never know where that, yeah. that little touch point is going to be. And that's what I tell people, you know, with, with all of their communications is don't just get stuck on that one thing. You know, you mentioned the no like trust factor. That comes mm-hmm. about when we get to, to you know, yeah, this is going to sound funny, when we get to know people, but we get to know them yeah. Yeah, through seeing, you know, their posts on social media, you mm-hmm. know, all of those various things. And, and then thinking, oh, my gosh, Christina is somebody that I really want to contact, you know, and, and some of mm-hmm. it is just, you know, they go, oh, I'm I'm from Idaho. You know, so you know, I right. want to work with totally. somebody local, you know, many times it's, you know, I want to support a, a women business owner, you know, all of these mm-hmm. various things. So you never quite know what's going to resonate with somebody, um, you know, in my LinkedIn profile, my headline, of course, has all the stuff it's supposed to have, but it also says college sports fan. 
I think maybe it's lover, but college mm. sports. And that is as, enthusiast. As, yeah. yeah. And it's as unprofessional <laughs> yeah. as it comes, right? You know, most of the time we would get, don't put that there. I've had several oh, people mm. who told yeah. me they connected just because of that. You know, and, and so again, yeah. you never know where that little touch point will be. And of course, the I cool actually, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to say, I actually find that funny because I'm the opposite. Like, mm-hmm. if someone has no personal mm-hmm. anything, right. you're on like, there, like, Ew. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Right. Like, it. I want to connect with them mm-hmm. on some level. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, I find that funny that people will say the mm-hmm. opposite thing, but that just goes to show mm-hmm. you like people resonate with mm-hmm. different things. Right. You know, and, and it really is funny that, you know, they, they do. And of course a podcast, when we're hearing someone's voice, that is very mm-hmm. different. And, you know, and, and then those that are are like mine that are also video that makes it even more so, you know, because we see mm-hmm. the person and, and we're able to go, okay, wow, you know, they're working from home, just like I'm working from home, um, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, but there is, there's, a, the, the point is you're, you're talking to them, like, like you're talking to them, you know, like you're having right. a cup of coffee with them, things like that. And, and we all know that the second you divert into, you need to buy my product or my service. We like, you know, we completely zone out. Yes, exactly. So if we've convinced people, okay, they really do have something that people want to hear about. Mm -hmm. How can they get started, you know, right now? I think that kind of a couple of ways that I would say to get started first and foremost would be to ask your audience, Mm -hmm. wherever that is, social Mm -hmm. media, e-newsletter, both, whatever, Mm -hmm. what podcast they're currently listening to. And I actually think that that's a great way to kind of gauge the level that people are kind of at, where mm-hmm. they're hanging at. Um, you're probably, you know, you're going to get mm-hmm. some that have nothing to do with what you right. do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people listen to all different kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to a lot of entrepreneurship podcasts, mm-hmm. but I also listen to a bunch of true crime podcasts, uh-huh. right? So, yeah. like, that you know might not help uh, another mm-hmm. entrepreneur, but I also might be like, hey, you should check out West Fork. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, like. You're going to get responses like that, which are all mm-hmm. great. Um, but I think that that's a really great, easy way to kind of even mm-hmm. just gauge where people are and kind mm-hmm. of where they're getting started. Um, the other thing that I would do is from there, start following some people on social media mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, have shows that mm-hmm. your audience is interested in. Mm-hmm. And whether that's because you heard from them or mm-hmm. whether that's because you know that that's a show that mm-hmm. people are listening to. Um, because really the biggest thing, and I just, I can't stress this enough, is like, you only want to be on shows that your audience is in. Right. And there's they are millions of shows, folks. This is not a complicated there's process. There's a lot of shows. There's a lot of shows. So I, th- that's not a complicated process. But my point being, I don't want you to just be getting on any show you right. can mm-hmm. or an easy, I mean, mm-hmm. you can get on any shows you want, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of your time, mm-hmm. right? Like, so if you're okay with spending your time going on shows that are fun to do, but they mm-hmm. aren't maybe necessarily your right audience, that's mm-hmm. fine. But for like my clients and for things like that, I want to mm-hmm. make sure that we're spending their time wisely. Right. So we, I want to make sure that we're getting on shows that strategically are full of their ideal mm-hmm. audience members. Do not get hung up on the size right. of the show. Do not get hung up on things like that. The thing that I really, really want, you know, anyone that's listening right now to focus on is the quality of the audience. Mm-hmm. And again, if they're full of that ideal customer, I know I've said it like a hundred mm-hmm. times, but it's really, really important mm-hmm. because I would rather, no doubt about it, no question, get on a show with a hundred downloads, mm-hmm. but they're my exact audience right. mm-hmm. than a show with 10,000 downloads mm-hmm. that has not, that mm-hmm. they don't care at all what right. I have to say. Right. And so I think that that's super important. Um, for people to kind of get reiterated mm-hmm. is the size does not matter. Mm-hmm. Right. It's that quality. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we've all seen the mismatches, especially like with advertising mm-hmm. where, um, you know, I'm watching a TV program and, you know, maybe it's law and order. And all of a sudden yeah. there's an, an ad that comes on for children's cereal. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and we do, yeah. there's that, and, and that disconnect is a negative. You know, we think yes. about them and we're like, well, this didn't make sense for them to be there. And you know, and, and it yeah. is, you know, it, it, it when you're thinking about being on programs, you do have to put thought into it as you were saying. Um, you know, I had mm-hmm. a, a woman pitch to me one time who wrote a book on infertility. 
And mm-hmm. she pitched and I'm, you know, and I was like, okay, well, this is kind of interesting, but it is a business program. So let's, let's continue the yeah. conversation. And, and so she came back and, and she said, you know, she quit her job and has made it her job now to promote the, the, the book and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, all of those various things. And, and now she's doing a series and, and all sorts of things. And, and she and I have become friends, but you know, it was just kind of that extra little, okay, how can this be pertinent to my audience? Because as the host, that's what I care about. I don't want somebody sending me a message afterwards was, and saying that made yeah. no sense. Um, you know, and, and I was so, actually going to say, you're a very nice host. Most hosts would not write someone back. Usually I do, you know, every once in a while. Now, sometimes Guys, I will just flat out the say, exception. this doesn't match, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, Deb and I'll the say, exception, not yeah. The rule. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there have been a couple of times where I've said, I'm sorry, I don't see how this can benefit my listeners. You might check out XYZ. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to just, you know, not do anything, but, um, you know, but yeah, every once in a while, and, and sometimes it is just a matter of that pitch. And we're going to talk about that too, is, you know, making sure that it is a good fit for my audience so that I, I pay attention. Yep. yep. And that's where that service over self-promotion mm-hmm. comes in. Right. You think about the value that you bring to mm-hmm. their audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a really important distinction because like mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned, and I'm sure you've gotten pitches like this before, but people that kind of say, here's everything that I'm an expert in. Mm -hmm. And that's why you should have me on the show Mm -hmm. as opposed to here are the ways that I can bring value Mm -hmm. to your audience. Mm -hmm. And that is a really big distinction. Mm -hmm. And it's going to make a host much more interested in having Mm -hmm. you on the show. If again, they know that you're the audience is who you're trying to bring value to. Right. You know, and I get, on average, five pitches a week, probably at least. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, you got to make it easy for me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go to a website. I'm probably not even going to open a one sheet. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But that initial email has got to catch mm-hmm. my attention within the first yes. paragraph or I yes. don't read it. You know, and, yes. and so, you know, we, it is, we have to make things simple for the people, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I love, I had one, one time who, you know, the, 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 it was, it was pitched to me by a publicity firm. He sounded pretty interesting, but you know, when I said, okay, what, and I always ask for uh, speaking topics because I want to make sure that mm-hmm. I'm covering what the guest wants to cover. Sure. Yeah. And the response I got back was research it yourself. That's your job. No. And <laughs> And that was the publicity firm had written. Uh-huh. And it's so funny. I, I could tell when my <laughs> I could tell when my editor or my my uh, producer got the same email because I get this text. You've got to <clears throat> be kidding me. And and I thought, okay, let's put the nice hat on again oh. and use this as a learning example. And so I responded to her and I said, "Thank you, but." I don't have time to do that. You know, and same thing goes for the people who say, you know, Christina could talk about a variety of subjects. Yeah. No. I'm still, know? I'm sorry. I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock. I know she did. You know, and, and well, and, you know, and, and so she wow. did, you know, that person came back and, and she, you know, she, she clarified and she said, okay, guest A can talk about yada, yada, yada. So again, sounded good. Did the interview. He and I hit it off during the program well enough that afterwards I said, can I talk to you about something? And, and he said, sure. And I said, I don't normally do this, but you are a good speaker with a great message. I said, have you been frustrated with the number of bookings that you're, you've getting, that you've getting, we talk about, you better be a good speaker too. Right. And you know, how many you, you, you have received. And he said, yeah, he said, I've, I've been kind of frustrated. And I said, I'm going to tell you why. And mm. he was not happy. And oh, why you know, would he be? I don't, Absolutely you know, and, and, yeah. and I don't care if he paid them $10 or $10,000. No, you know, and, and so, um, yes. but yeah, you know, we, you know, we tell people, keep it simple, stupid, whatever adjective you want to use in there, you know, make it easy for the host because we are, we've, mm-hmm. you know, and not only are we a host of a podcast, we probably do two or three or 50 other things. So yes. the simpler you can make it for me to look at it and go, okay, Kim, we need to get this person booked. You know, the, yes. the quicker it's going to be. 
I love that. That's a really good point you made there in the sense of, cause I see this happen too. Don't just again, say the different, um, or we're very clear on this, I guess, but don't say the different, uh, topic ideas, mm-hmm. like, or not different topic mm-hmm. ideas, the different areas that someone right. can speak mm-hmm. on. I can you talk about entrepreneurship, yada, yada, yada. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think that a lot of times people think they're making that they want, they think they're mm-hmm. making it easier for the host right. by saying, mm-hmm. these are the things that I can mm-hmm. talk about. You tell mm-hmm. me which one you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. And that's what we'll focus mm-hmm. on. But in reality, what's a lot easier for the host is for you to give them specific. Mm-hmm. And that's like right. what we do two to three mm-hmm. specific, right. you know, with like mm-hmm. a little like mm-hmm. a, a topic and then a couple sentences mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. of topic ideas so that they, and I 99.9 times out of a hundred, they will say, I want one of those topic yes. ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very rarely are mm-hmm. they like, I have something else I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Now that doesn't mean we can't tweak it. Of course. Right. Like mm-hmm. if they want to kind of talk about something different a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, mm-hmm. hone in on mm-hmm. it or something, that's fine. But um, no, 100%, what you just said mm-hmm. is true. Is like, you need to be making the job easier. Mm-hmm. And the way you make the job easier is give them every bit of mm-hmm. information that right. they need um, so that they can get to mm-hmm. yes. Right. Um, another thing that you said that that I wanted to just point out too is like, you mentioned the one sheet and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. You guys who are listening right now, do not get hung up on your one sheet. <laughs> I cannot tell you. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many people that I, that are, I'll talk to them about pitching. They're like, well, I'd love to start pitching, but I, I have to get my one sheet done, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, I don't open many of them. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't need to mm-hmm. do that. Like there are some shows that they really like to have mm-hmm. one. That's fine. It's great right. to have one in your mm-hmm. back pocket. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. We create it for our clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Like, I like, right. I think that it's a great asset mm-hmm. to have because hosts mm-hmm. sometimes will ask for it, mm-hmm. but do not let that be what stops you mm-hmm. from getting starting pitching. Mm-hmm. Like Deb said, the quality of your pitch is what gets you booked on a mm-hmm. show. It, it doesn't, your one sheet isn't what right. does it. It's not, that's it. That, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. So be focusing on that email. Look, I live in mm-hmm. Boise, Idaho. The people that pitch me live like these little towns, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. We've got our clients booked on top shows mm-hmm. and that's just the quality of our pitch. Mm-hmm. That has, that's not because of a one sheet. That's not mm-hmm. because of anything else. It's because we took the time to research. Mm-hmm. We took the time to come up with valuable topics mm-hmm. for their audience. And we sent the pitch. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and the content that's on the one sheet should actually be what you're putting in the email. You I know, mean, and, most and, of it's mm-hmm. going to be there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now, mm-hmm. you know, I will typically, if somebody has sent me a one sheet, like I said, I often don't open them when I'm considering just because there's so many. I just, I can't. Well, do and you it. also don't know them. Right. If you right. don't know, why mm-hmm. would you open an attachment right. from someone you don't know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you know, you never know what cootie, you know, it might have. Yeah. But I typically, if I, if they've sent them, when I'm actually doing the interview, I will open it. That's part of my research. That's why I think they're great to have. Yeah. yeah especially if yeah. they say, here's some sample questions, you know, some things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's yeah. great. Um, you know, and, and so I'll open those. But, you know, that, that does kind of bring up, you know, as the host. Now, every host does it differently. I do quite a bit of research on my guests. Mm-hmm. So if they're an author, I read the book. Um, last week, oh, I had three books I had to read. Ooh, that was a brutal week. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I read the book. I'm not going to ask them questions about it if I haven't read the book. Now I'm not yeah. going to say on page 96, you know, and, yeah, and but yeah, I, yeah, I can at yeah. least say, oh my gosh, I remember where you talked about that. Yeah. You know, things like that. But I also go to their websites. I go to their social media, you know, all of those things. Oh, like, and sometimes, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I do find something else that I want to talk about, um, you know, and, and now typically I will ask in advance, you know, as we're doing the kind of pre-show chit chat and I'll say, Hey, you know, I noticed that you talked about founding a nonprofit. I'd really like to to maybe include that in the conversation. And, mm-hmm. you know, very rarely have I had people say, I don't want to cover that. Usually that happens more if I say, you know, like you and I, we're going to be talking about, you know, women doing podcasts. So, you know, I, I talk mm-hmm. with a lot of people who are supporting women business owners. And I say, you mm-hmm. know, would you be comfortable talking about, you know, women in other countries? Sometimes they say mm-hmm. yes, sometimes they say no. My goal as the host, I am not Geraldo. 
I, this is not a gotcha <laughs> type of, yes. of program. I know yeah. I just dated mm-hmm. myself, right? No, um, I loved it. I, loved you know, it. It, I don't, I don't want to do gotcha questions where they say, I can't answer that right. or I'm, because that's embarrassing for everybody. Um, you know, yeah. and, and, and if Most it's an attorney, are, yeah, yeah. You know, an attorney, financial person, there are things they can and cannot talk about. So I just make sure right. that we're on the same page before we ever start. Yep. Yep. Yes. You know, and, and so let's talk about the pitch. You know, we've kind of talked a, a little bit about it, but why, you know, how, how in the heck does somebody go about, especially getting somebody's attention in this day and age? Research. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I truly mean that it's uh, people tend to think PR publicity is very sexy, right? right. Like it's this very uh-huh. sexy gig, you know, that, Oh, you get people, you know, you must have a Rolodex of contacts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get people, I don't know why people still use the term Rolodex. It makes me laugh. I know. Yes, again, we're dating like, ourselves. You know, um, no, no, I don't. He'll be like, you have a Rolodex. I'm like, no, I, I, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I have a computer. But yes, you know, we have these contacts and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And people, people kind of think that. So whatever. Most of our job is research. Mm-hmm. And that is the real truth mm-hmm. of the matter. And so how you set yourself apart is to do that work. Right. Um, uh, you know, there are people out there that do pitching and they use what we like to call the spray and pray method. Mm-hmm. They send oh, out, I, you that's know, why I get pitches. five a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I have no doubt. And they're cookie cutter pitches there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to them. Sometimes they don't even put their name in there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just sending out a bunch or of they stuff. put the wrong that name. I love those. Oh, the wrong. That's a special <laughs> treat. That's an extra special treat when that happens. Um, and that's the type of stuff that we do not do at Publicity by Christina. Um, I, so we're set up a little differently than a lot of agencies that might also mm-hmm. do podcast pitching. And mm-hmm. the reason for that is we actually have a guarantee. Mm. So I um, saw that on your website. You guarantee placement. Yes, Holy schmoly. We do. We do. And that's because I'm going to use some language here, but you know, I worked in PR agencies for a long time and it drove me absolutely bonkers Mm -hmm. that we could never give any kind of guarantee Mm -hmm. to our clients, anything. Yeah. And 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 let's be honest, that's what a lot of PR is. It's the praying that somebody picks it up. Yes, exactly. And I get that. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Like I've been in that world. I get Mm -hmm. it. But for me, as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur now, like I, can, I ain't here for that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like for lack of my like lack of my language, like I mm-hmm. need like some guarantees mm-hmm. if I'm going to be dropping this this money. Right. And so for me, it was really important to include mm-hmm. a guarantee. Um, no, I, of course, when someone starts to work with us, I can't say where. Right. We're going to get them featured. Yeah. I don't I'm not going to get you, you know, on, you know, X, you know, I, I had a client yeah. one time want me to guarantee that I could get her on Oprah. And I said, you ain't paying that's me enough money. We're not a client. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's funny is that you said that because I, I so I hop on a call with anyone before mm-hmm. they can become a client of publicity mm-hmm. by right. Christina. You get to know them and make sure of, it's a good fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know them. I want to make sure I think, A, I think they're going to be a good podcast mm-hmm. guest. B, um, I want to see what they're kind of ask. you know, things are, but if people say like, I want to be on Oprah, I want to be on Joe Rogan. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I mean, it's not that you can't do those things. It's just a matter of like, that's, that's not as, as we say here in the South. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of an immediate red flag Mm -hmm. for me when that's something that Mm -hmm. someone um, like, that's what their goal is like Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. to do again. That doesn't mean I can't be your goal. Right. Oh yeah. We tell people have your BHAGs. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, I totally forgot what I was, uh, how you, how you pitch people and how you go about personalizing it. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, what I was going to say is instead of sending out these, you know, and and this is the reason that we do this instead of saying, okay, we're going to send 50 pitches Mm -hmm. a month. Right. What we do is we say, we're going to guarantee, um, eight or 12 pitches or 12 bookings. I'm sorry, over our Mm -hmm. six month contract. Right. And that's very reasonable. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's a very reasonable amount. It's something mm-hmm. that we can do, mm-hmm. um, you know, and because we don't use that spray and pray method, mm-hmm. you know, we're sending out less pitches, right. but we have a much higher acceptance mm-hmm. right. rate because we've done the research. Mm-hmm. Right. We're spending the time on each of those pitches mm-hmm. to make sure that it's going to bring value to that mm-hmm. audience. And that's how we've been able to get our clients booked mm-hmm. on top shows mm-hmm. from cold pitches right. where we don't have any connection. Mm-hmm. 
but we know, or any personal connection, Mm -hmm. but we know that they speak about X, Y, Z or, or that they haven't spoken about Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, but we think that it would be a good fit Mm -hmm. for them. And so that's truly how you stand out Mm -hmm. is by researching, knowing that show. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying you spend hours on it. I'm not saying that, Uh but I'm saying like, listen to 15 minutes of the show. Mm -hmm. Look at the past, some of the past episodes that Mm -hmm. they've done. See where you could bring value. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and from a host's perspective, that's just fantastic. You know, and then if you can stroke our egos a bit, yeah, yeah, there's there's that. When I have somebody say, I just (laughs) listened to your, you know, if if they say, I just listened to your interview with Betty Boop. Yes. And I thought, and then, then if they actually say something from that, you know, I, it yeah. was a great topic are that you, she brought up. Are you up. telling all our trade secrets? Are you telling yeah. all our trade secrets that? Yeah. No, but that, see, that we're going to talk about why yeah. people go, oh my God, that's so much work because that, you know, the, and it is, it is a lot of work, you know, but you want to mm-hmm. listen to the podcast, you know, and especially like mine is an hour. I'm not saying listen to four or five, you know, that's, that's a long time, Yeah, but listen to it. First of all, because you want to make sure that that, you know, it's just a good fit from how they do the program. Right. You know, with the, like, I'm, I'm a very chatty host, you know, and, and, and it's a lot of give and take and, and things like that. Um, But yeah, if somebody tells me I've listened to your podcast and then they're specific about it, I'm, you know, that's even better, but you know, it's, and, and, but when you get booked, listen, you know, make sure, because mm-hmm. that's where you really want to know, this is how they do things. Um, yes. You know, and, and if you're using this truly as a great business tool, you should be doing that. You know, you should be listening mm-hmm. to a little bit, you know, a lot depends, you might really like them. And so you're going to listen to a bunch, but you should go into it knowing how they operate. Yes. Yes. And particularly, like you said, as a guest, Mm-hmm. That's one thing we recommend for our clients to do. I do that before mm-hmm. I'm on a show. Listen to one of Deb's episodes before I hopped on here, mm-hmm. because it's just going. To, it's twofold for me. It gets mm-hmm. my energy up. I'm mm-hmm. excited to be a guest on the show. I've just listened to one. I'm like, mm-hmm. yay! All right, we're good here. And then secondarily, um, you are going to get even a reminder if you've already listened or not, but an idea mm-hmm. of that structure, like mm-hmm. you said. So, like, okay, I know I'm going to come on. Deb's going to ask you know, me kind of how my journey started or my story. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. the end, she's going to ask me for my one final thought, things like that. Like Mm -hmm. I'll kind of have that general Mm -hmm. setup there. Um, so that I could even, so that I just kind of have that in my head Mm -hmm. before we get started. Right. You know, and this is just like a speaker would prepare before going on stage. You know, they're going Mm -hmm. to research who their audience is. They're going to know Mm -hmm. what the format is. Um, you know, all those various things And, you know, because it comes back to what you were saying, it's about giving the best content for the audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing too, like, uh, don't worry about pitching the same idea to multiple hosts Mm -hmm. because it's going to be different audiences each time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of something I'm like, well, I don't, I I don't have time to come up with different ideas or you Mm -hmm. don't have to be, Mm -hmm. you know, what I typically do when we start working with a client um, is, or like for our Black Friday special, I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about later when we create the pitch mm-hmm. templates, we're going to come up with like three to four solid topic ideas mm-hmm. that are going to be in mm-hmm. that pitch template. Mm-hmm. And then we're only pitching them probably two right. of those, like based on what Again, it needs to be. Keep it audience. simple for the host. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. We, we usually mm-hmm. pitch on two what we think is going to be the best, ho- mm-hmm. you know, the best fit. And then, of course, we're personalizing up at the top, like mm-hmm. Deb said, because we have listened, we've researched, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of connection typically between them and our clients. Mm-hmm. So like, Hey, Deb, I, you had so-and-so on, I really think, you know, I love what they had to say about X, Y, Z, you know, my client, so-and-so also mm-hmm. feels this way about yep. da, 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 And here's some of the reasons why mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And my little ego goes, do you, do you like that description? Do you mm-hmm. like that description? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, but I think that uh, that's important to note is like you, what you really need is that template mm-hmm. and then you customize it from there. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be reinventing the wheel every mm-hmm. single time. Right. Um, so kind of on average, I'd say what we spend per pitch is about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I really definitely think that you could get, de- get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, if you have the pitch template already created mm-hmm. stuff like that, you've already listened to maybe a little bit of the mm-hmm. episode, then you're just having to put in some personalization there mm-hmm. and send it off. And then perhaps most importantly, send your follow-up right. a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a lot of people drop the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I really recommend you even put in your, like I, so how I pitch, I do pitch days for our clients. Mm-hmm. So that's how I prefer to pitch instead mm-hmm. of like a few hours a week. What I'll do is set aside one whole day a month okay. and just 
pitch that client mm-hmm. a bunch. I call them pitch sprints. Mm-hmm. So for me, that works really, really well because I'll do a bunch of pitching and then I put a reminder in my phone or for mm-hmm. my in my calendar mm-hmm. for two weeks later. Okay. That's when I do all my follow-up. Mm-hmm. And so it all is kind of on the same schedule. Mm-hmm. And for me, that works really, really well mm-hmm. for um, just staying on track and not forgetting mm-hmm. to do the follow-up. Right, right. You know, and it, it really is amazing how many follow-ups we get because it's very few. Um, you know, and, yeah. and, and, you know, even when somebody pitches now, you know, it's, it's funny, we, we kind of have a, a different way to go about stuff. And part of that is because we've been doing this a long time. We, like I said, we get pitched a lot and, mm-hmm. and there are certain firms that know, Hey, you know, we, we can contact Deb with, with these people. So we have that list, you know, that that's kind of our, our, our list of people, people I know get priority, you know, or a repeat guest. Mm-hmm. And then we use the others to, to kind of fill in, but we get so much that we're often months out. Um, you know, somebody right. could pitch somebody to us and we're not going to get them on the schedule for three or four months. Right. I, I have a reply that goes to everybody. Now it's a cut and paste reply that I will personalize depending on what they put in there. But basically it says, hi, Christina, thanks for the information about Bob. Bob sounds like a great guest. However, we have enough on our schedule right now to take us through the Mm -hmm. end of the year. We will put you on the list and be in contact, but it might not be for several months. So we're kind of telling them that. I had somebody last week. That's fair, by the way. Yeah. 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 I had somebody last week that followed up four times. Did you get my note? Did you get my note? Wait, in the week? Oh, yeah. And and the fourth time I said, as I have told you. Um, you know, and, and it's, and, and so, but what it looked like to me was it was automated and, Mm. you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you need to double check those things, you know, because like I said, the fourth time I'm getting annoyed and it doesn't matter if their guest is the greatest thing who, you know, the greatest person who developed sliced bread, I'm not going to talk to him because their PR person annoyed me. Um, you know, and, and so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's just, I'm and, happy because mm, you're, it's true. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and, and if you're working with a firm, it's very important for you to know what their process is. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I, like I said, I've sometimes talked with my guests and said, Hey, do you know, this is what happens because sometimes it's good. I mean, there've been times where I've said, I have to tell you your firm got you moved to the top of the list because they did X, Y, Z. Um, you know, and, and some things like that, but but yeah, you need to know what is happening because it's happening on your behalf using your name. So if they're out there annoying people, you don't want that to happen. Um, (laughs) or telling, or telling them to do their own work Yes, and the research, you know, the the client or not following instructions. Um, we have a form now I actually have taken the form off of the website right now for this show because we have so many guests that are kind of in the hopper. Right. But normally that form is there to uh, uh, submit, inf- submit your information. And one of the things that it says is we have to have the email for the guest or the request will not even be considered. Now, PR mm-hmm. firm is, is almost always going to push back on that because they want us to go yes. through them. Makes perfect yeah. sense. I've been there. I've done that. However, we work so far out that quite often they're not still working with that firm. So if I have no Mm -hmm. way to reach the guest, they're off the list. Um, Because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, PR firms are very busy and they're not going to go through and say, we're no longer representing. We're no longer representing. We're no longer, no, they just, you know, let it, let it go. So, you know, my point is if somebody says, this is what we request and or require, whether you're pitching yourself or having someone pitch for you, follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Now, yes. I mean, exactly what, what you yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that we chatted about before the program started is what if somebody says, hey, you know, we, we'd love to have you on our program. The fee is. Yes. What do you say yes. when, when people do that? Now, granted, there are some breath. gigantimous programs that might do that. But for the mm-hmm. most part, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, there there are more and more programs that are doing mm-hmm. that of all sizes. Um, you know, I had one of those pitch days I was referencing a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think from that day, I had two responses of wanting a fee. 
wow. for the guests. Mm-hmm. And so I have um, questions that I ask and that mm-hmm. I highly recommend that mm-hmm. your audience asks mm-hmm. if they get that kind of reply. Mm-hmm. Um, now this is happening more and more because it costs money to run. Right. We have expenses. Um, I don't yes, do this with, are, for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I myself have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I know that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm someone that edits it, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. And that's why I think that the place that most people are coming from mm-hmm. when they're starting to ask mm-hmm. their guests for a fee mm-hmm. is just uninformed. Right. Um, because what happens when you take money for to have someone be a guest mm-hmm. on your show, no matter the amount, mm-hmm. $10, $10,000, doesn't matter, is that just became an ad. Right. And there are rules. There's laws. That go along with that. Mm-hmm. There's laws. Mm-hmm. There's laws. And there's also ethical mm-hmm. um, issues that come along with that too. So, you know, and the reason that I kind of bring that up is, or the thing I say about that is, so the first question I'll always ask is, how do you disclose mm-hmm. this to your right. listeners? Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the time they don't, doesn't, it doesn't occur to them that they should, they haven't thought about that. They just are like, Oh, well, this is just help covering my expense. So mm-hmm. everything's fine. Right. And yeah. What's the problem? No. Yeah. The answer to that is no. And that is what we saw happen on social media. What we've mm-hmm. seen happen in magazines before we're now on social media. It used to be that like these influencers, as mm-hmm. we call them now, would promote a product, mm-hmm. but people didn't know that it was paid. For. Right. Mm-hmm. They just thought that they liked this product. Oh, isn't it special that it you know, out there? little, little Sally yeah. likes my makeup. Little Sally likes my makeup. Little do they know that little Sally is getting paid a hundred grand plus right. a cut of the, you know, of the sales mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of this makeup. And so the consumer had no idea mm-hmm. that this was technically an ad. It mm-hmm. was something that they thought, right. was just right. like genuine mm-hmm. that this person they liked. bought. And space. so, mm-hmm. Exactly. And so the FCC came down and said, mm-hmm. no, like you need to put hashtag mm-hmm. ad or hashtag sponsored or mm-hmm. something on mm-hmm. it so that people know that. So that was a huge change that happened. And the same thing is going to happen in podcasts. Mm-hmm. So you might as well be on top of it right. now mm-hmm. and be making sure that you're going about it ethically. Um, because if I was on Deb's show, for instance, and she had charged me a fee, mm-hmm. I paid her that, but she didn't disclose like that ethically, this is now an ad. Mm-hmm. And so the people that are listening, they don't know that they just right. think, Oh, Deb likes to have Christina mm-hmm. on. That's the, but that's not the case mm-hmm. if there's, and, and that may be the case, but also if money mm-hmm. is exchanged, right. it's a different level. Yeah. You know? Especially from and, my perspective, because now I'm yeah. saying nice things about you because I'm paid to say nice things about you. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think that most people just don't know that. And so sometimes mm-hmm. when I write back, even I'll ask that question, how mm-hmm. do you disclose? Because now this is an ad. I have had a few hosts write back and say, oh, I've just taken the fee off. Just straight, <laughs> like me just, Never mind. <laughs> me just asking that made them see that it was, and I'm not being a jerk about right. it. I'm right. not anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, if you're going to be charging, like now I need to know how mm-hmm. do you disclose? Mm-hmm. Also, the other thing that I need to know if you do disclose, because mm-hmm. you have to disclose for me to even consider it. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, um, what are your statistics now? Right. What's your demos? Like, so how many mm-hmm. downloads do you get? Mm-hmm. How much of this and that? You know, yep. because now this yeah. just became an ad. You campaign. want a media kit yeah. from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want a media kit, essentially, because now this became an ad. Mm-hmm. Now, I really typically at this point, I step out of it. It's not going to become a... Um, one of our guarantees, right? Mm-hmm. If it's paid for, that's not how right. we that's, work. Yeah, that's but if weird. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not how we work. It's not for mm-hmm. me. It ethically doesn't jive, so mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. But with that being said, that doesn't mean that I won't pass that info right. on to the client. Yeah, and just let them know, mm-hmm. hey, this show, you're charging for guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do disclose mm-hmm. that this is a sponsored, right. mm-hmm. um, you know, episode or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And the fee is $500 and here's mm-hmm. all the right. info from mm-hmm. them. You can make the decision. Mm-hmm. Here's the contact info. You can make the decision if you mm-hmm. want to move forward with them because there's nothing wrong with it being right. an ad. Oh yeah. If mm-hmm. you make it clear that it's mm-hmm. an ad and they're like, we have hundred thousand downloads and we get in front of this many people mm-hmm. for some people that's worth it. Right. hundred mm-hmm. percent. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So I will absolutely give that opportunity to a client. Mm-hmm. So if I have the information there. But it's the the issue for me is the people that don't disclose, mm-hmm. um, that don't, you know, they 
they just want the money. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, they do that to cover their fees, mm -hmm. but there are other ways to do that. You can ask for legit ads or mm -hmm. sponsorships from right. companies. Yeah. There's an um, ad that runs you know, before this program. Mm -hmm. There you go. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like there are things that you could be doing to make money in your business. Mm -hmm. But I think that this is something that some people are saying you can be doing to monetize mm -hmm. your, your podcast, mm -hmm. like some gurus out there and mm -hmm. things like that, but they're not talking about the legal Mm -hmm. and ethical implications mm -hmm. of now charging for mm -hmm. podcasts, which is going to make your listeners think differently about your mm -hmm. podcast. Right. If I hear a podcast at the beginning, they say, hey, we're having so-and-so on the show. They're our actual sponsor for mm -hmm. the show as well. You're like, ah, um, all right, mm -hmm. now we're going to get, yeah, now mm -hmm. we're going to get into the program about da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look at that differently. Mm -hmm. I'm going to think about that interview differently. Mm -hmm. Now they're being upfront. They're being right. ethical. Mm -hmm. Like I, I know what's going on. But now I'm like, well, are they just saying that this is a really great program mm -hmm. because they're getting paid to say mm -hmm. it? Or is it because they actually right. feel that way? Mm -hmm. So yes, I got off on my soapbox like I told you I would. Mm -hmm. But I do think that it's really, really important mm -hmm. for people to realize that if someone asks you for a fee uh, to be a guest on yeah, their show, ask some questions. Absolutely, mm -hmm. you absolutely have the right to ask mm -hmm. questions. And if you guys, if you decide that you know, they're doing what they can to make sure that their listeners know that this is mm -hmm. a paid spot mm -hmm. and you decide that that's a good right. investment for and you, that's fine. go for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. Go for it. But mm -hmm. it is not just an, un it's not what this is. Mm -hmm. It's not earned media. It's not mm -hmm. publicity at that point. It is advertising. Right. right. You know, and, and it is, you know, just think about, as you were saying, the influencers or even an advertiser. I mean, you know, when, when I yes, see Matthew totally. McConaughey advertising Lincoln, I'm like, I'm pretty sure, you know, they probably gave him a car, but yeah. you know, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you and a big but, Lincoln man yeah. before this. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, yeah. it's and and you do think differently because you know they're being paid not only to be nice, but not to say bad things. So, right. you know, totally. that's the other thing is is you know, they might disagree. I mean, you know, back to the you know, Betty Boop and and you know the makeup. Maybe it gave her hives, but, you know, because she's paid, she's not going to say that, um, no. you know, and, and so yeah. you just have to, to really watch those things. And again, as long as you've asked the questions and are happy with the answers, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But the second 100%. somebody says, I'm not going to answer that, then danger, danger, you know, go danger. to one of the red other line, million podcasts. Line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, there's cool. other places to mm -hmm. go and and that's so hard. And I know that's so frustrating mm -hmm. to kind of hear sometimes because you just spent that time researching mm -hmm. them. You just, you know, did all this stuff mm -hmm. and it is what it is, but mm -hmm. trust me, I'd rather be on the right side right. of, of that mm -hmm. than be on the wrong side. And, and I don't know that this would happen, but at some point mm -hmm. to have all those be pulled, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, because, you never know, you, you know, know, when, when, you never when the know. government gets involved, who the heck knows? Oh, yeah. But. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to come six months, a year, mm -hmm. two years from now, but it will happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that, that I really wanted to talk with you about, and we may end up going a little bit long to be able to do this, is you yeah. are very specific on who you work with. Um, yes. you know, and, and so tell us more about that. And then tell us why it's an underserved population of people who are doing podcasts. Yes. I um, So for a long time in podcasts, it was like the same 10 people <laughs> going on each other's shows mm -hmm. and talking about the same things. Mm -hmm. And so again, when I started this business, I knew that I wanted to do things differently. Mm -hmm. And what I really wanted to do was to get, you mentioned what I mm -hmm. call traditionally underrepresented entrepreneurs mm -hmm. voices out onto mm -hmm. the podcast airwaves. And so when it comes to working with my clients, um, the bulk of majority fit into what I consider this category, which is women, mm -hmm. LGBTQIA or members of the BIPOC community, or sometimes mm -hmm. they're of, of more than one of those mm -hmm. um, communities as well. And I am just so passionate about those voices getting out there because they mm -hmm. haven't been out there. Right. People are afraid to mm -hmm. share their voice sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and I can, and for various reasons, mm -hmm. and I completely understand that, mm -hmm. but I want to help them amplify right. it because the more stories we can get out there, mm -hmm. um, the more people feel like they can mm -hmm. be empowered to do more things, mm -hmm. you know, in their life. And I got to tell you, like one of my clients, he's this amazing sales coach and, um, he's an out gay, proud, mm -hmm. uh, Puerto Rican man. 
and him telling his story about like why he left mm-hmm. corporate for his discrimination mm-hmm. that he faced, mm-hmm. like in that it's environment, so and that's why he went mm-hmm. off on his own. He gets that he's done that interview. I mean, he recorded it like mm-hmm. he was on a, a couple shows, like let's say a year ago, nine mm-hmm. months ago. He'll still get DMs mm-hmm. about those right. episodes. Mm-hmm. People that write him, whether they relate to him mm-hmm. in that, or they just didn't know that side mm-hmm. of, you know, right. that world. And they mm-hmm. kind of want to talk to him about it. And that is where the real powerful conversations mm-hmm. get started. And that is from people being vulnerable enough to share their mm-hmm. actual experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this is part of why I love what I do mm-hmm. and getting people out there is mm-hmm. like, just being able to have that kind of impact and what mm-hmm. ripple that's going to have on more lives mm-hmm. down the road. Right. You know, and I've talked with my guests about this, you know, many times, I think so many times we as women, whether we're entrepreneurs, business leaders, you know, whatever, we undervalue ourselves and, and we're yes. really bad about saying nobody wants to hear what we have to say because Maybe at six years old, we were told, honey, shh, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, and and yeah. so that's where it's so important that we're getting women's voices, especially women in business. Um, you know, and, yes. and as you said, and, and the, the underserved communities, because we are in business and we need to be mm-hmm. supporting each other. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, my company name is Wise Women Communications. And I have people say, well, do, mm-hmm. does that mean you don't work with men? I work with men. Their money is green also, but yeah. <laughs> I like to work with women to give them kind yeah. of that, that extra support, um, you know, and, and so, yeah, that's just the, the, you know, it, it's, it's so important to be able to bring a lot of these voices out who have such powerful stories that, you know, are thinking, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. We do. We want to hear those stories. We do. We do. Other people do. I mm-hmm. love that you said all that because I a hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. I think that the more you hear other people's stories that mm-hmm. have similar stories to you mm-hmm. too, like being a woman, maybe being a mom, being a business owner, these types right. of things, it gives you the confidence to mm-hmm. go out and do that more yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it's incredibly important. And another thing that particularly I hear from women, um, cause I do have men clients as well. Same, uh-huh. you know, same, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, is that, you know, with with them, they also worry like, well, what if I say something wrong? Mm-hmm. What if, um, you know, what if I stumble over my mm-hmm. words? What if I do this or that? First of all, so your what? girl stumbles over her words. All I know, the time. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like I'm like, it's fine. But also, my thing, and I truly, truly believe this: if you're trying to build your business, mm-hmm. if you're trying to build your business, not doing publicity is the worst thing that you can do for your business. Mm -hmm. Stumbling over your word, Mm -hmm. you know, telling the wrong story, Mm -hmm. something like that. Those things, they don't matter in the Mm -hmm. long run. People just want to hear you. You're Mm -hmm. human. You're going to, you know, you're going to say, um, you're going to say like, you're going to say these things, but not getting out in front of new people. Mm -hmm. I see it time and time again. Mm -hmm. Um, Like particularly women business owners, they're okay with doing the social media stuff. Because mm-hmm. they're getting out in front of the same people, people that they already know, people that they they're friends you know, are comfortable mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. their friends, etc. Um, but then when it comes to putting themselves out there in front of mm-hmm. new people, that's where they really start to get mm-hmm. um, you know, nervous or shut down and things like that. But the thing is, if that business is gonna grow, girl, you gotta get in front mm-hmm. of new people. Right. So being on podcasts is a really great, easy mm-hmm. way for you to get in front of new audiences. Right. And I guarantee to you that your first couple, you're going to stumble through. You're going to be nervous. I still stumble. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, and I had to understand, this is funny. Like I did my first Instagram live not too long ago Ah, mm -hmm. and I was sweating so mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm. before that Instagram live. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is how my clients like, you know, cause mm-hmm. the, like, I'm so oh, used yeah. to a podcast mm-hmm. now. I don't have like that fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have fear. Like, I, I mean, I want to do a good job, but mm-hmm. I don't have like the same, like, oh mm-hmm. my God, like, you know, whatever. Whereas when I was doing the answer, I was literally sweating. I was five mm-hmm. minutes late. I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out how to like get in, like all of this stuff. So I've been there. We've all mm-hmm. been there. But once you do those first few, like you're going to feel mm-hmm. much more comfortable, um, you know, and putting yourself out there, it's important. Other mm-hmm. people want to hear what you have to say. And again, thinking fr- thinking of it from that service over self-promotion mm-hmm. is going to help you in every part, right. the pitching, mm-hmm. the actual interview, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. You know, and and that's where having done your research and gone, oh, you know, 
I can talk to Deb. She seems pretty friendly. She, you know, yes. or, or whoever I it felt is. good about this one. Yeah. I felt good about this yeah, one. You yeah. know, and, mm-hmm. and, but I always remind people, I think it's Barbara Streisand who says she still throws up before every performance because she just gets so nervous. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's never, ever going to be perfect. And when yes. it sounds perfect, it sounds so rehearsed, it's fake. So, exactly. you, know, you know, it comes all the way back to what we were saying at the very start. There's that no like, and trust. And when I have somebody on, I'm talking to somebody or I stumble, all those things, it makes us human and that's yes. okay. No one's, no one's on the, no one's listening and going, <laughs> mm-hmm. did you hear her mess up that word? Right. No. They don't, yeah. if anything, they laugh with mm-hmm. you when you laugh about it. Right. And then we just mm-hmm. move on. Yep. Like it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, oh my gosh, we could go on forever. See, and, and this, I this know. is why I tell my guests, I set a timer because I know, we she's could good. go she's on good. forever. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. So tell us very specifically about how people reach you and the services that they, that mm-hmm. you provide. Yeah. So at Publicity by Christina, which is my agency, we have a mm-hmm. couple different services that we provide. We have our podcast pitch broker service, which is our mm-hmm. white glove, highest level service where we do all the pitching for our mm-hmm. clients. Um, we love doing that, you know, getting, getting them out there. Uh, you know, they're not having to spend the time doing the mm-hmm. pitching. They just kind of what we call show up and shine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have a VIP day that's becoming mm-hmm. quite popular, mm-hmm. which is where what I do is I create all the assets for mm-hmm. you to start pitching and then train up you and a member of your team okay. to start doing the pitching um, on your behalf. Okay. Um, and so that works really, really well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people might have someone on staff that they're like, okay, great. I want to have mm-hmm. them take this over. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a $97 um, do it yourself uh, mm-hmm. podcast pitching 101 digital mm-hmm. course training. Um, that's for anyone, particularly mm-hmm. people that are kind of maybe more just getting started, mm-hmm. um, even on their entrepreneurial journey, mm-hmm. like they're kind of getting going, they, they are ready to get on podcasts and they're ready mm-hmm. to kind of start do that pitch work themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple ways that you can, you can find me. One is we have a really fun interactive quiz at podcastpublicityquiz.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a really cool way to kind of see what might be the next best step for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mentioned on here, but I also have a podcast called Your mm-hmm. Podcast Publicist. So you can hear more of this, uh, this deep voice on mm-hmm. um, that as well, if you want. Um, you can find me on Instagram, which is at Publicity X Christina. That's Christina with a CH. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my website, publicitybychristina.com. And again, that's with the X. Um, I've got a checklist there, a podcast guest checklist. I got that. Um, mm-hmm. Deb got it. Mm-hmm. Deb's already on it. Um, but yeah, we have we have multiple ways to get mm-hmm. a hold of us and to work with us. Um, and because this is coming out right before Black Friday, mm-hmm. um, get, grab that guest checklist or follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to find out about our Black Friday sale mm-hmm. that we're doing, which is a product that we don't normally offer to the public. Mm-hmm. And it is where we create the custom pitch template. Mm. So you would be the one who's using it, doing mm-hmm. the pitching yourself, like we talked about researching mm-hmm. things like that. But we're going to make sure you have that full template with some solid uh, topic ideas mm-hmm. there so that you're able to kind of kick off 2022 um, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Great. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, again, this is something that every single person who is listening, you have a story, you know, people want to hear your story. And so it's a matter of finding the places for people to hear your story. And it's, and being a podcast guest is great. You know, we didn't talk about any of the technical aspects and there are, you know, obviously some basics that, that you need, but this is not break the bank time either folks, you know, many of the interviews that I do, people are using their phone and their earbuds, you know, Mm -hmm. people aren't tuning in to expect an Oscar worthy presentation. They're turning yeah. in to hear what you have to say. And so that's yeah. the thing is figure out what it is that you have to say and then get out there and say it. Um, you know, and, and so I have been Love having that. a great time talking with Christina and I want to give you the chance. Do you have any final words that you want to leave everyone with? I mean, I said it in there before, but not doing publicity is the worst thing that could happen by you being a guest mm-hmm. on podcasts or doing any kind of publicity work. I want you to challenge yourself, to put yourself out there in 2022. I'm setting the goal for all the people that are in my world, 22 podcasts in 2022. I want them to guest on. So get out there, do it. You can do it. 
And I guarantee a year afterwards, you're going to see a completely different business than what you had before. Perfect. I love it. I love it. And you can find all this information at Publicity. I didn't say that right. Publicityxchristina.com. Um, you yes. I thought it was so clever when I started my business. The, uh-huh. the Publicity by Christina with an X. I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah we'll just like put an X in there. Yeah, publicityxchristina.com. <laughs> exactly. um, and so all yes. that great information is there. We have to do this again, just because this has been so much fun. And maybe we will talk it more about the, the specific details. You know, now you're a podcast guest. Yeah. Now what? Um, so, you know, that would be great. So I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous time talking with Christina Lenkowski. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.